My computer is currently rendering a video and I think it's struggling with power. So it's going, oh, I can't open that as well. That's um, really mean getting it to render and zoom at the same time. No, it's meant to be a really good computer and to be fair, it is a good computer. You do look a little bit low res is what I'm thinking. Oh, am I? Am I low res? Yeah. Got any of those pixels, mate? <laughs> this is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Thank you for joining us. This is Sheer Isolation with myself, John, in Cricklade. Kieran is over in Trowbridge. I still am. I haven't gone anywhere. But you've got a much busier wall. You put a few more posters up, I see, behind you. Yes. So obviously a couple of weeks ago, we announced Parachute for Gordo. So that's the tour poster. It puts Trowbridge alongside the Luminaries as Brighton, Guildford, Exeter and Arc Tangent Festival. So I would say that's a win for Trowbridge. Indeed, yes. So the purpose of this show, if you're new to us, is to promote the local music scene across the west of England. We will be playing a couple of tracks in the next half hour from a couple of local acts or acts who are playing um, in the area in the coming few months. Uh, we'll also be chatting to, uh, we've got two guests, double feature this week. We've got Dave and Deb from the Chippenham Folk Festival. So we'll be talking to them. Um, this is another festival which had to go virtual and they're, they're going virtual again this year, but we'll be talking to them about that later on. And Kieran, it feels very positive because things are warming up. The sun's been out. The pubs are open. There just seems to be reasons to be cheerful. So this last week, I've had literally almost every day somebody come to my garden and have a cup of tea. Last night, I had arranged to meet Tim, who was a previous guest on the podcast from the from the studio in Trowbridge. Um, and he dropped in and I, I basically arranged to meet him and I completely forgotten that he was coming over. That does not surprise me one bit. <laughs> He turns up at my door. He's like, all right, mate. And I was like, hi, just come through. <laughs> I totally, totally winged it. He, wouldn't, he was none the wiser. Um, but I was cooking tea and I had like so much going on. I just ended up sitting in the garden with him for an hour for having a cup of tea. And it was lovely. But hey, I think it is about time that we played a track. Yes, now, let's do I, it. I've got very confused as to what we're doing because previous to this show starting, me and Kieran have, have changed the script for this show about 20 times. So, um, <laughs> crash landing, I think. So, yes. So we were going to do Ben Cipolla. And I think last week we said we're going to have the Ben Cipolla track. Um, however, Ben hasn't sent us the track, Ben. So instead, we're going to go with next week's track, which is O'Dane featuring Crush Landing with their track, Save Me. What's really lovely, John, we're just saying it a minute ago, is that we've got two tracks that have got very polar opposites in their, you know, in the field of music. So this first track is like a really soulful hip hop track, really chill, really chill out, you know, laid back track. It's lovely. Um, I think Crush Landing supplies the vocals. Um, and then later on, we've got another track, which is completely different. I love the way that your mouth was going to say chillaxed and then your brain stopped you. <laughs> it's exactly what happened. I thought, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> In the night, I am writing. My demons are be fighting. Crying on my eyes, kid. Who am I? Who am I? That's a question I be asking. But no one know me still. It's the pain I feel. So tell me if it's me or real. I lost a lot in my lifetime I pray to God, this soul is mine I bet a lot in this life of mine I wish that I was so divine 
They tryna hurt me on a daily basis So tell the pagans he is worthy I'm moving up to the top of life So tell the haters bye bye Demons trying to talk of my visions with clouds Mama raised a fighter so I'm fighting now It's all or nothing You will never see me lose my ground Late in the night I am writing My demons are be fighting Crying on my skin Who am I? Who am I? That's a question I be asking But no one know me It's the pain I feel So tell me if it's hard for me My success they can't deny I wanna be the greatest guy I wanna live my life Happy days and sunshine I see the flowers blooming summertime I see the tears in my mama's eyes As long as there's sun alive Better days will soon arrive Dane featuring Crush Landing with their track Save Me. Do keep a look out on Life 2020 because people like this will likely to come and perform later in the year in Trowbridge. So it's something to get excited about. We should probably just recap on Life 2020. That was um, Isha. Aisha? Aisha. From that, that, she was last yeah. week's guest and the organisation is, is basically a, like an umbrella organisation to help people network and start up businesses and, and creative arts and so on and so forth. Um, and they do these um, meet and greet type day events, fairs, etc. And um, hopefully they're going to do one in Trowbridge very soon. So. Yeah, so, so that was on last week's show. You can go back and find that with uh, when we spoke to Aisha. Also on YouTube and all the other social um, platforms, uh, uh, podcasting platforms, that's the word I was looking for. So I'm going to take you straight to product placement. Oh, I've got an amazing product. Let me go get it for you. Back in a second. This Slightly- is the most disorganized oh, it. ever. Worth it, guys. It's worth it. Oh, that's a big one. It's a PV amp. There you go, John. Can you see it? I, I can see it, yes. Why, why is it this week's product placement? It's, it's a guitar amplifier. There you go. I'm going to put it on the floor because it's too heavy to have behind me. It might just trash everything. And you're going to say, Kieran, why have you got an amplifier? Why are you... What, what's, what's the story behind this? Well, I was going to ask. I mean, this isn't show and tell. It might kind of, it kind of is. <laughs> so um, my mother is currently suffering from some form of bowel cancer. And my stepdad has been absolutely fantastic looking after her, driving her to hospital, being really patient. And he was saying to me a, couple, a, a few months back that his little practice amp for his guitar just was not cutting it. It's not loud enough. It's not good enough. And I said, 
Leave it with me. And incidentally, a friend of mine from Trowbridge was literally throwing away an amp. I said, look, if you're throwing it away, I'll have it. And I'll, 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 you know, I'll clean it up and give it to, to my stepdad, Dave. Um, and he says, yeah, here you go, mate. Here. And he turned up and he gets to me, he goes, one slight problem is it doesn't work. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I happened to be chatting to Pete Lamb, who owns a recording studio and was a previous guest on this podcast a few months back. I said, Pete, look, I've got this amp. Can you take a look at it? He goes, yeah, of course you can. It's normally the inputs, mate. They normally just corrode. Anyway, he had it literally two hours. He ran me back and he said, Kieran, it's the inputs. I've ordered new ones. It'll be ready on Friday. Big shout out to Pete. Um, he is retired, so he's not officially working. But if you want a recording done, go and see him. Wonderful. Thank you, Kieran. And a lovely story to go with it as well. Yeah, there you go. Time for this week's guests then. And we are joined this week by some of the people who are behind Chippenham Folk Festival. This is Dave yeah. Weber and Deb Hannes. Chippenham Folk Festival is one of those really well-known uh, events across Wiltshire. And it's one of those things where the, the whole town kind of gets taken over. Yeah. And it, it isn't just Morrison traditional. Like they cover any kind of folk-related music. There's a real... Yeah, Kaylee, things like that, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, right the way up to uh, effectively modern singer-songwriters who, you know, the folk has changed over the years. And if you want to be really particular about it, folk never even had instruments, you know, going back to the, um, to the you know, farmer field working days where you cut down your straw and hay and everyone would sing. You know, that's, that's real, real folk, you know, really going back. So, yeah, it has changed over the years and it does do modern folk as well. So really far reaching spectrum festival. And I've, one I've got a lot of respect for. So uh, we start by uh, just uh, chatting, well, we start by talking to Dave, but Deb does, does join us as well, um, just about the, the background and, and the history of the festival, because it's been going on for quite a while. Chippenham Folk Festival has been going for the last 48 years, without a pause, until now. <laughs> um, and of course, then 2020 came along and we had to cancel, and then we had to pull the plug on the live festival in 2021. The idea behind Chippenham Folk Festival has always been to present the very best uh, that we could put together of many, many aspects of uh, folk music, folk dance, folk culture generally, and folk arts, because Chippenham has always managed to weave storytelling, the art of storytelling in, children's entertainment, puppetry, you you name it, it's it's all it's all been in there. It's always had a pretty strong dance culture, right across the folk spectrum, from Morris, both sexes of Morris, right through to uh, latterly things like Appalachian Clog, those things. We've had social dance, so things like Playford, as well as the just get in there and really have a good time kind of Kayleys. It's always presented right across that. In terms of the music, same approach. We've always considered ourselves to have a traditional route. So we hold fast to the traditional music route. But nonetheless, we've always presented right across the spectrum. So you'll find quite contemporary stuff in the lineup as well. And participation is our big thing. So as many opportunities as we can find to give people the chance to get in there and experience dance, experience singing, learn songs, audience participation songs, you name it. 
I, I've been involved in music in Wiltshire for 17 years and I've always known about Chippenham Folk Festival. It's always been, it's, you know, on the calendar. So we all know it's a really significant event because you take over the whole town, don't you? You take over, it's not just like one space that does one thing. It's, it's, it's vast, isn't it? Yeah, we do. We take over the whole town, which is absolutely uh, fantastic. Our displays, which is our Morris, uh, we have a massive parade and uh, we just take over the whole town. Um, we also take over Olympiad Park, is that what it's called, Dave? Have I got Monkton, that? Moncton Park, it's called. Moncton, yeah, where the oh, Olympiad oh, is, yeah. 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 So we take over there and we have a big, big top, like, circus tent um, that we do events in. And we have lots of food traders and we have a craft fair and we have music stores. And then we take over the sports hall, actually, in the Olympiad. And then we've got two lots of camping so basically, yeah, we do a lot in the pubs as well, lots of sessions, lots of joining in, things like Dave said. So we do, we do take over Chippenham for the weekend. The other thing is, of course, we also have a very complex schools programme to involve kids in the festival, which runs the week, starts the week before the festival. So artists will be out working in the schools and some of that culminates in the kids coming along and performing at the festival. And this year, because we were totally online, we've put quite a broad children and families programme together. And we managed to get that out before the Easter holidays, pre-recorded for people, because we figured that that was, you know, they've had a tough time. Kids have not been at school. They're just about to go into a holiday at home. What was there for kids to do? So we figured it'd be quite a nice thing for the festival to get our offering out there early so that parents, kids and families could engage with it over the Easter holidays. That's lovely. So when does the festival normally happen? It normally happens the May bank holiday, the end of May. The bank holiday weekend, yeah. And so, so what are your plans for this year for the festival? Are you going to go digital like you did earlier in the year? Well, like every other festival in the land, I think, we waited with bated breath to see what this pandemic was going to do. Were we going to be able to open? Were we going to be able to have face-to-face? We started planning a kind of face-to-face festival that could be socially distanced. And then it became obvious two things, really. One, we were probably not going to get a licence to do it as an event. And secondly it was going to be really difficult economically because once yeah. you start to socially distance, I mean, you'll know this from the Neils, once you start to socially distance, your ticket number and ticket uh, budget re- income reduces and it makes it really tough to, to put an event together. And, of course, we rely heavily on volunteers and many of our volunteers would not have been able to have uh, been involved. It would, it would have been really difficult. Why does Chippenham have such a strong folk history? Where does that come from? Because I think out of all my understanding of, of Wiltshire, Chippenham is that, that knowledge is my black spot. I mean, I, I grew up in Wiltshire. I grew up in, in Stratton, just outside Swindon. And I went to the first Chippenham Festival, uh, which, of course, wasn't in Chippenham. It was, was it not? No, it was called Chippenham and Laycock. It was a a two-day, Friday night and Saturday Mm -hmm. were in Laycock 
and then the whole festival moved to Chippenham for the Sunday and Monday. Oh, how so funny. The people that come to Chippenham Folk Festival every year, year in, year out, come from right across the country. Are you beating me to the crowd? I was going to ask about that. <laughs> yeah. No, they come from right across the country. It's just become one of those major touchdown points in the annual calendar for people to get together. And it's, you know, I mean, there are people that I don't see all the year that I always see and spend time with at Chippenham. And there's so many people across the country like that. Do you have any stats on how many people tend to visit the festival? I, I don't want to tie myself down to the ground here on the number. Of course. I'm remembering it out of thin air. But it was tens of thousands more people Wow! over the course I, of that. I, ver- I believe that. I believe that. I think that the first festival that I came to was 2004. Yeah. I remember just not being able to move. There was just so many people. The high street was just full of it. it was, I can remember just being absolutely blown away by it because prior to that, I didn't know about it. Just being wall to wall. just Because people know it's the festival. I mean, you've got all the Morris sides. We can have up to 40 Morris sides in Chippenham. Yeah. And that's quite a lot of people with their partners, just all on its own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Then we have the parade. There's the street fair, which always takes place on the Monday. The Monday, oh, the Sunday. I'm not quite sure which day we do that. You know, the street fair with the market and all those things. That brings people in. So there are lots of people that come that don't actually go to the box office and buy a Chippenham ticket. So counting those numbers doesn't really give you an accurate picture. Of course not. (laughs) We've covered what's unfortunately the the case for this year, but does that mean you are already looking ahead to 2022 and and what the lineup and what the festival is going to feel like next year? Yes and no. So basically we are looking forward to 2022, but we're looking forward to 2021 because we have not given up. We don't give up. For people who organise Chippenham, that is one thing we do not do, is give up. No matter if we've got a pandemic or whatever hits us, we don't give in. So we've gone for a massive four-day event virtually online for 2021 on the end of May Bank holiday. To organise it, it's been an absolute headache and a nightmare. <laughs> but we have the most fantastic lineup that anyone could ever imagine. And that thing of being on the map, I really think we're still on the map. We've actually come up with a plan to combine our festival this year with Chester Folk Festival because we run on the same weekend as them. And because typically in the folk scene, nobody is at competition with each other. So we've decided to do a joint virtual festival online. It's called Chester and Chippenham Folk Festival. And you can get our website at chesterandchippenham.com. It's fantastic. We've got workshops, we've got song sessions, we've got tune sessions, we've got a contra, we've got the Kayleys. These are all online. We've got fantastic artists. Um, We've got a headliner for each day. So we've got Catherine and Sean Lakeman on the Friday evening. We've got Eliza and Mark McCarthy on the Sunday evening. Incredible. We've got James Keelahan on the Monday evening. And then on the Saturday evening, we've got Show of Hands playing for us. Uh, We've got up-and-coming people like Mossy Christian. We've got um, Jack Hogston playing. 
and it's just fantastic. The whole lineup is absolutely amazing. So please do check it out. I just, I just want to touch on what you just said a minute ago about going into partnership with Chester. Now, because everything's digital, you're no longer landlocked, are you? And what no. you described then, you're the first people that I know that have done a collaborative effort online. And it's no surprise, it's the folk scene who are absolutely the most friendly, most engaged, most communicative scene. Everybody looks after each other. I think that is truly wonderful. And if nothing else, I'm, I'm taking that away from this. That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, we got support early on from Mark. Uh, I've lost his name, Deb. BBC Radio Folk Program. Mark Radcliffe. Mark Radcliffe. Mark Radcliffe? Yeah, wow. Mark Radcliffe commented in very early on and gave us a lovely quote because he's he's a bit connected with Chester Festival and just said he thought it was a fantastic idea to bring two great festivals together and that he was really looking forward to it. And I, I think I think that's right. I think it's some people might see it as a threat, I suppose. Not but, you know, I think we've got to get over that because we're in new times. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot, I, I cannot, uh, you know, support collaborative working enough. It really is going to change. You know, that's how we should be working moving forwards. So that was us uh, talking to Deb Hannis and Dave Weber a little bit earlier on about the Chippenham Folk Festival. So you can find more information about uh, their virtual lineup by going to Chester and Chippenham on on the internet. So I think it's a really great idea that they're getting these two festivals together in that collaborative approach. That was a really lovely idea. It's the first I've known of anybody doing that. um, And what a lovely way to do that. It really does sum up the folk um, community to me, that, that partnership working you know, can you imagine, I don't know, Download and Reading getting together and, and, and I just don't, it ain't going to happen, is it? Far too <laughs> tribal. These youngsters in their festivals, that's just far too tribal. Definitely, 100%. Um, so, yeah, well done to them, um, sh- really showing us the way it should be done. Uh, so um, we're going to play a track from one of the headliners from, from the festival, which is Show of Hands, and uh, we have chosen to play Arrogance, Ignorance and Greed. <laughs> It was a home and a roof over our heads Somewhere we could call our own Feel safer in our beds There was a storm of money raining down It only touched the ground With a loan I took I can't repay And the crock of gold you found At every trough you stop to feed With your arrogance, your ignorance and greed I never was a cautious man I spent more than I'm paid But those with something put aside Are the ones that you betrayed With your bonuses and expenses Shovel down your throat Now you bit the hand that fed you Dear God, I hope you choke At every trough you stop to feed With your arrogance, your ignorance and greed You're on your 
market sets his price. No feather bed, no golden neck. No one pays him twice. So where's your thrift and your caution? Was arrogance, ignorance, and greed by Show of Hands. Interestingly, Show of Hands is, is a, the two main people of Show of Hands are Steve Knightley and Phil Beer. And Steve Knightley is actually coming to perform at the Nield in Chippenham uh, later this year in August. Um, so you can catch him in August. You can then catch him again at the festival at the Beer at the Chippenham Festival at some point in the future too. Um, this, yeah, absolutely fantastic track, really well produced, really great example of how how traditional folk can sound and, and be. Absolutely I've, loved it. I've said it once and I'll say it again. It is so lovely that you're talking about physical, actual music that's coming up in, in the coming months. It is, it is fantastic, isn't it? It really Which is. is um, what I was going to cover in my little bit of news this week, because I've seen two things on um Facebook in the last week, which have made me smile. Two photos. One of them was, um, do you remember our guests, Sarah Larkham and Elliot Hall, who run the Mind yes. Your Music charity down in Bristol? They posted yep. some photos of their, their group actually meeting up outside. So Mind Your Music um, gathers together people with, with various um, uh, mental and, and emotional issues and, and brings people together with help and support through music. So basically having a big jamming session. Uh, and they put some photos up they were in a park somewhere in bristol the sun was shining they were having a jam and i, I think that's probably the first time they've done that in over a year so that's that was lovely to see nice big group of them together. lovely and also i saw some photos from the golden farm in sirencester which had a um, uh, acoustic music session over the weekend now as we said oh, cool. in last week's show as long as you have incidental music that's okay and that that is exactly <laughs> what they did they had an, an incidental acoustic afternoon of music as long as you weren't watching them and enjoying it, it was all completely fine. That's the law. Don't enjoy live that's, music. That's the law. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, email us if you've got a new track or you've got some news for us. Sheerisolation at gmail.com is where you get in touch with us. We've, we've probably got about half an hour's worth of content there, Kieran, so I think I'll let you Lovely. your evening. Thank you very much. That has been a pleasure talking to you, John. Has your laptop finished rendering its video? It's finished rendering and it's now transferring over to the other drive so that other people can look at it. So hopefully I'm slightly less pixelated. Yeah, it's not too bad. You can't tell that I need a shave, so that's good. Um, I do need a shave, but I'm being too lazy, so I'm not going to bother. Your, your resolution is so high, I can see that you need a shave. I look good with stubble, and I freely admit that. You look great with stubble. <laughs> right, Kieran. <laughs> We need to. Always a pleasure. We, we need to go. We need to stop flirting with each other, and we need to get on with our lives. 
We will be back next week. See you later. We certainly will. All the best. Bye. Bye. Bye.